What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. Waking up bright and early, actually not super bright or super early, on a Monday morning, starting out the work week. Who knows what's in store for me this week? Actually, I do know what's in store for me this week. Prepping, audits, same old, same old. But over the weekend, uh, a couple of things happened that I want to discuss. Um, first thing, super quick, Utah Jazz lost by one to the Golden State Warriors, which just goes to show that Utah Jazz has a real run for the playoffs this year. I mean, Golden State last season won the championship. So if this season... Utah Jazz only lose by one, I mean, on their first game. Um, And it was off of a lucky, like, tip back by a Golden State player. Close game. Jazz honestly could have won it. I think Jazz have at least a run for the playoffs this year. Donovan Mitchell's in his second season. And, you know, the rest of the team's playing pretty well as well. Anyway, that's that's all I want to talk about the Utah Jazz because they played, I believe, Friday night, and it just oh, broke my heart that they lost by one. Anyway, what I really want to talk about today, which some of my wife and I spent so much of the weekend doing, is the haunting of Hill House. Ooh, we watched a scary TV series. Now, if you remember our Ooky Spooky Movie podcast. That my wife did. I am not a huge scary movie fan. I oftentimes they just get in my head and I'm a mess after them, right? And that's kind of what I expected from this movie, but my two coworkers were speaking so highly of the first couple episodes. Well, one coworker had seen the whole series, and another had seen I think the first two episodes. And they're like, "Oh yeah, this is this is good." So I, I texted my wife. I was like, "Hey, babe." We gotta watch it, and we gotta watch it this weekend. You know, it's one of those Netflix 10 episode series. And so, obviously, you know, we did. We watched the first five episodes on Saturday, and the last five episodes on Sunday, and solid, solid film, solid show, solid series. Um, would recommend. The greatest thing I've ever seen? No. Um, but incredibly, incredibly clever and a fun time. And here's the best part. It's spooky and eerie, but not, not awful, right? It's pretty tame compared to some things, but it's, it, it, it'll get your heart racing. And the best part about it is... It's not scary for the sake of being scary. It's uh, slightly slightly a puzzle, I would say, you know? You gotta figure out, okay, what exactly is going on? What, what stories are people not telling each other? Um, like, what the haunts represent? It has you thinking. And 
it, there's nothing like over the top scary. There's there's a couple one or two good jump scares throughout the whole ten episodes. So it's not a jump scare where you're constantly going to be like, you know, jumping out of your seat. But there's just plenty of things that are just eerie and unsettling. And that's what makes it good. Now, I will admit a lot of the stuff I would like turn away or put something between, you know, my eyes on the TV and be like, hey, babe, you just got to describe what's going on here because I'm freaking out. Um, but it, it was a good series. So here's the premise of the series, right? This family moves into a, like, mansion called Hill House. Um, and the parents, their plan is, okay, we're going to renovate it. We're going to flip it. Because the house had been just left alone for quite some years. So they're like, okay, we'll buy this, flip it, like, restore it, get it to a mansion-worthy state. And then we will sell it and sell it for a huge profit. Well, pretty soon the kids start seeing things and the parents start seeing things eventually and they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on. And the whole time the father... I don't know if the father sees a whole ton. He does see some things, but the whole time he's like, He's the one that's, I guess, least affected by it all. But also, I think, you know, you find this out pretty quick in the series. It's like the father is kind of the one that has all the pieces to the puzzle, right? Or a good majority of the pieces to the puzzle. Um, and he won't tell his kids kind of what happened in a certain event. And there's, there's a lot of, like, contention between all the siblings. So it bounces back and forth between, you know, when the kids are kids and they're living in this house. And then years and years later when they're all grown up. And how they're processing it in, I guess, the modern day, right? And it's interesting to see, like, each kid, how they how they're affected by what happened in this house, how they go about it, and piecing little things together where you're like, oh, you know, this finally explains that, and oh, that's related to back when that happened, and oh, you know, and they don't play everything in perfect order, right? So one episode, uh, you see... You see it from the oldest brother's point of view. Uh, the the events that led up to... Or his experience that led up to a certain event. And then you see it through... Uh, the second oldest... Uh, the oldest daughter's point of view. You see it through her eyes for a bit. So the first five episodes kind of establish... Who these five children are. And... What they experienced in this house. And then the last five episodes are essentially putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And, man, it's it's very well written. It's one of those things where you're like, dang, to keep 
all of this straight and to come up with these ideas and explain I'd explain this going on and explain that going on and some of it is still a little like okay that was weird or why why did that happen um a little unexplainable but there are there are so many things where you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh and then I feel like I feel like towards the end, and I'm, I'm trying not to spoil anything, so I'm, I'm taking my time saying everything. I feel like towards the end it gets to a point where it's like, oh, okay, now we're just... Now we're just, like, introducing things, I feel like, to the, for the sake of introducing them. Right? It's like, that. why wasn't this thing mentioned until episode 7? You know, we're, we're 75% of the way through the series. Why is this now just coming up? Or, you know, we're, we're on episode eight and suddenly this person's way more prominent than they ever were. Um, and then like, but here, okay. And here's the thing that I love the most about the whole series is so many things. Let's take, let's take dark, um, another Netflix original, it's it's a German show about time travel. And Dark, I was sitting there, and I was like, I have so many questions, right? Because obviously you need to have questions. And during Haunting of Hill House, I had a lot of questions, right? But the thing with Dark is, you get to the 10th episode, and it's like, boom. Obviously there's going to be a season 2, right? Because it just introduces a whole new thing, right? at the end of dark where this is it was one season it was just a 10 episode series and that made me so happy because everything got wrapped up and finished you know the whole story was there all the answers were there you get to see everything post what happens um and it had a i guess satisfying ending it had but I was most satisfied that it, like, had an ending. That everything did get finished. That I could spend a weekend and experience the start and end of this series. Because the thing with Dark is, okay, you know, you gotta wait probably a year for the next season to come out. And by that time, it's like, am I gonna be interested in watching the show still? Am I even gonna, like, be in a position where I can watch the show still? And so many things, it's like, ugh! Man, if we could just... F- finish everything with what's already on Netflix, and I could just have closure about it. Obviously, you know, I'm not thinking about Dark every single day and be like, oh, what, what's going to happen next? And some people are probably super excited for what's to come, but it's kind of like, you know, Stranger Things, another Netflix original everybody loves. It's like, yeah, I watched the first season, I was excited for the second season, and then, like, I don't know if the third season's already out or if it's about to come out, but I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I just don't care about Stranger Things anymore. And The Haunting on Hill House, it's like, yeah, if next Halloween season I would have seen episode two, I probably would have watched it, right? But I'm so glad that I don't have to sit there and wait for season two. I'm so glad that I, that I have everything wrapped up, I have the closure. So if you have... 10 hours over a weekend 
definitely watch uh, Haunting of House Hill. If you're easily scared, I think you'll be okay because it's not, like, terrifying. And if you like a little bit of mystery, it's great for you. I gotta walk into work. So, yeah.